with everybody, you know, where money is king, you know, and what do I need to do for money? And, you know, what can I get out of it? You know, because it's about me. And, you know, when you take the human part out of it, then you are losing your, you're losing yourself. You know, you're losing who you are and would I really do this and would I do this to my friends or would I want somebody to do this to me? Mm-hmm. Well, there seems to be a there seems to be a breaking. Somebody there, there are forces. I don't know how how we're going to describe in, the, in this interview. Well, I won't talk about it, but it seems like there are forces that are trying to break people's soul or damage them, remove them, alter them. Uh, exclude them from the conversation and a lot of people are myopic on this point and that is uh, you know rules regulations you know do this do that do this don't do that can't you read the signs but is there a more sinister diabolical part that is because it seems like every part of the human experience is under some kind of siege that being the case, somebody's in charge of soul wrecking, soul harvesting, soul damaging, or elimination. Uh, would you agree with that? I, I totally agree with that. And actually, I've kind of had conversations with people about that. Um, and it's really hard to watch. You know, someone like myself, you know, I'm very sensitive to energy you know, very empathic to people's lives and their situations and, you know, tend to be a helper person. Um, and to sit there and watch where we're going to and the level of moral decay. And, you know, I'll just, you know, talk about how now in California, you know, you can go into a store and as long as you don't steal more than $900 worth of stuff, they won't prosecute you. It's like, huh? Mm-hmm. Are we all on the same planet? here i mean because it doesn't make any sense you know it seems like we're in a completely different world with a completely different set of rules or at least a different set of rules for some people and not so much for other people which it's mind-numbing it is you know creates cognitive dissonance which just makes your brain try to put the pieces together and you're like it, it, it it's not fitting one and one is not equaling too anymore um you know and i joke around and you know and i think your listener could you talk about ufo stuff on your show don't you Mm -hmm. so i think your listeners will like appreciate my commentary here you know um because you know how everybody's a conspiracy theorist this these days um you know and i just joke you know i've been a long time conspiracy theorist pretty much my whole life um and it is and this, this is how sad it is to me. It would be easier for me to believe that a group of reptilians living in underground bases were controlling like the Bilderberg group who were controlling the world than to believe that there are a group of human beings on this planet creating such chaos and in my opinion, such evil. Hmm. Now well, that's scary. <laughs> Well, that is scary, and this is interesting you said that because I was talking to a relative the other day, and uh, they're your your classic, um, I'm not demeaning Baptist, but just say, you know, just Baptist, God-fearing, a mm-hmm. normal, flag-waving, whatever, uh, you know, um, Walmart-going, 
everything's okay. Our government, our government is good person. I was talking to them and I mentioned, I, and I said that, is it possible? Because I did a, I did, a, I did a magnet test. It's in my last video with, with coins. I had coins stick to my body and. Oh, you're a magnet guy. I'm a magnet guy. And I feel magnetic. Of course, you know, I am magnetic, but so I tried that, but I, I haven't had the, the pathogen editing tool inserted. So I wanted, I don't know where that came from. It could be my food. It, it could be a tetanus shot. I, t- I don't know. But I said, what if this whole thing, because quarters aren't magnetic in this world, they could be in another world. There could be a material in another world that is magnetic, so to speak, with the metallic substance of nickels and quarters, but not our standard earthbound magnets but out there there may be which may be why it's working here but i said what if somebody is this whole thing about worldwide rush is to seed or move the earth humans to a different place so they can come down my point is she said six months ago i i wouldn't even entertain a thought as stupid and as bizarre as that one but she said but now I might as well make a contemplation on that because it's just as valid as everything else coming in my way. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a girlfriend, I mean, really good friend, and she's, you know, I consider myself a spiritual person and look at a lot of different belief systems, you know, because I believe in God, you know, and I believe in, you know, a divine creator, you know, and she's much more Christian religious. But we get into these conversations about spirituality and being good and, you know, a little Bible stuff. And so we got into this conversation about the book of Revelation because in the church she goes to, they were talking about it. And so she goes, well, what do you think about the whole rapture thing and the mark of the beast and blah, blah, blah? If you asked me five years ago if I thought that this is where we were going or, you know, that that whole conversation that you find in the book of Revelations would possibly, you know, this war between good and evil, um, I probably would have laughed at you. But maybe not so much anymore. Right. I think we need to examine because we're definitely not getting information straight. And there's definitely a master plan at work. And by the way, I want to uh, welcome additional people in the live chat. I already gave a list out, but these people have just now joined us. Believe 3.0, welcome. Raul Sanchez, Doreen8959. Vincent Plassenthal, welcome back. And Justin Pollock, all welcome to the Edge broadcast. On our newsmaker line is Dr. Rita Louise. We're talking about soul healing, but, and of course, that's going to take a lot to get, we have a lot to cover in that situation. We're kind of priming it up a little bit because we're kind of, Dr. Rita, we're, we're kind of depicting a, a, a rather bleak landscape out there, and I know that people are being uh, manipulated, and uh, our, our general thrust, our general Americanism, our, our character is to be nice and sociable and um, relatable and, and good to everyone around us. Somebody's hacking with that. We're being hacked. Humans are being hacked physically, mentally, and I'm saying down to the soul level, because as you mm-hmm. know, being an alien uh, aficionado or somebody who knows that they may exist, will know there is such thing as uh, soul harvesting. And that, of course, goes to entities, which I think we'll talk about here in just a bit, attached entities. So that's just, it's all, it, it's, it's, it's all together. And some of the things we can easily isolate, well, here's your rules. These are easy to be seen. But I'm thinking there's something more sinister, because if our soul are damaged 
wouldn't we be more controlled or more useless or both? Both. You know, and I'm going to make it even be kind of simpler. So when you put people in a state of fear, it makes it so that they're unable to relax. They're in a constant state of fight, flight, or freeze. And so their adrenaline and cortisol is always running. They can't relax. And, and, and you're just uptight because you just don't know what's going on. And it makes it so that mentally you're not able to kind of take that deep breath and take a step back and look at what's going on and observe things from a like an outside perspective. You know, it keeps you attached to your phone, attached to watching the news, attached to worrying about what's going on. And so if you look at it, there's, you know, like the whole COVID thing. Now we got Afghanistan, you know, election fraud, blah, blah, blah. I mean, the list just keeps getting bigger and bigger about what people are thinking about, what people are worried about. You know, when the whole COVID thing hit, you know, the toilet paper crisis. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was some soul damage right there. <laughs> no kidding. Um, and so it makes it so that you can't relax. And it keeps you in this state of fear. And when you're in that state of fear, people are much more programmable. They're looking for something to latch onto. They're looking for something that will make their life be safer. You know, and so it's easier to sit there and say, oh, well, this is how it is. And this is, you know, these are the new rules, but those new rules might not be good for humanity. They might not be good for us in the long run. Hmm. Well, no, I don't think they are good for us in the long run. And one thing, I, and that's something that I re really resent because I know when I'm out there, we've got the masked versus the unmasked and, um, the the vaccine vaxxed and the unvaxxed and there's the whole thing of relate human relationships has been messed with so that i have to think now if somebody has a mask or if they don't have a mask and, I, and, I, and i'm trying to you know i don't want to be a judge i don't want to judge somebody because i could be completely wrong and i've been wrong so many times it's crazy so but it's it's messed with all of us i'm now i i seek to control that you know saying well they have a mask on you know, are they just being obedient? Is it a rush to obedience contest, or is is there maybe they have a health problem? But they've I've been forced to evaluate that. But others I know out there see me without a mask and thinking I'm trying to kill them. And if they see me with a mask, if they see me with a mask, they think that I'm trying to kill them anyway because I got a mask and I'm probably throwing spike proteins at them and trying to kill them. So either way, I'm trying to kill them. And I know, and I don't want to say weak-minded, but maybe the programmed. The, the, the less strong-willed, the people who've already had their souls damaged, because it, it's taking, it will take a good, healthy soul to navigate through these treacherous waters that we find ourselves in. How's that? That's good. Um, you know, and I think being a long-term conspiracy theorist, as we are, you know, and looking kind of at alternative perspectives, you know, on what is possible, you know, and just having that level of open-mindedness, you know, makes it so that you do take a step back and go, well, is this really true? You know, and they talk about people being red-pilled, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, so-and-so, I got red-pilled in 2018. It's like, 
I never got red pilled because I never like went down the sheep away, and <laughs> I've, I've been red pilled like forever. But it makes people look at stuff. It makes people question stuff. It makes them want to get information to justify and validate what they're thinking and what they're feeling because talk is cheap. You know, people that manipulate are blah, 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 talk, 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 but their actions don't necessarily follow their words. And so when you sit there and you start paying attention, our feelings you know, from a soul place, our feelings react, our bodies react. And so if it doesn't feel right, maybe it's not. You know, maybe we should like listen to what our body is telling us or what our, you know, our spirit or our higher consciousness is telling us and and go, well, you know, that's just really not sitting right with me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, is this really true? Mm -hmm. And I think more and more people are doing homework and trying to find out the truth because the, you know, and I'm just going to use the whole COVID vaccine thing. You know, mm -hmm. it was cool. They came out with the vaccine and, you know, now you weren't going to get COVID and you wouldn't have to get a mask and we could all get back together and kumbaya, this is all good. Right. Uh, but now, you know, how many people are getting COVID that have been vaccinated? You know, and they just came out with a study from Israel, you know, one of the most highly vaccinated countries mm -hmm. on the planet, and their their hospitals are all full, and they are now having people drop like flies that have all been vaccinated. So it's like, well, then why would you get vaccinated? Because you got zero. You got a, a goose egg for a result. And why, and why keep pushing it? Oh, no, they're safe. It's like, well, yeah, okay. Well, well <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I don't check vaccine status uh, to enter, enter the show. Oh, by the way, you may not know this. Uh, I've had some shows, videos banned because I used a C word. And you could, if you use a C word, you can only see how great it is. Uh, oh, but, but last okay. week, but last week, guest we decided to play a trick on YouTube and we referred to it as the pathogen and the video didn't didn't get banned so we had to play these games uh, you know, to get past the censors and it, that kind of, it's kind of fun and it kind of works but if somebody has had the uh, gene editing pathogen uh, how many shots you, are you going to sign up for because I think they're up to uh, they're, they're up to three and I heard that they're going to move from eight months to six months now I believe they're saying it's at five months so are you going to are people going to report to the to the to the uh, the camp to get every five months? I mean, have have they considered that? I don't I don't know. I don't know, but I know a few people that have already gotten the third uh, one. Mm. I'll just say the third one. Well, hopefully they're doing okay. Nobody wants anything bad to happen, and, and really you can't blame me. I don't I don't segregate people for the do's and the don'ts. Like I was getting ready to say, I don't I don't check the status, so I I, I don't know if a, a guest because I it can be offensive. It can be a line of contention, which I can't stand because this show is about building bridges, not divisions. And and so if I if if I talk to somebody who's been vaxxed, then I won't treat any different. Somebody's not. I I don't want to treat anybody, and I won't. Uh, you know, and uh, but uh, but talk about the heart though, because we were talking about the or the soul, and and I think I want to talk to you about which is which. But in in the Bible, it does say above all else, guard your heart, for out of it are the issues of life. We got to be about the business of guarding mm -hmm. our heart. Now, 
This is a question I, that I thought about this week, and I want to ask you. Let's talk about the soul. Is it soul the heart? Is it the conscience? Is it your spirit being? What is it? Okay, no one's ever asked me that question, so I have not really formulated an answer, but I'm sure I can come up with something. Well, I say you we know, work so through there, it. So there's our physical body, you know, and then there's our mental self, you know, but then there is our, and I'm going to say spiritual nature, you know, who we are when we die and that portion of us that, you know, I mean, I'd like to say go to heaven, but, you know, I'm a ghost hunter and I see them hanging around, so... You know, wherever it goes and, and comes and visits, um, you know, but I think part of what people see as being the soul is, again, that moral compass, you know, that part that we feel intrinsically true to who we are. Um, well, I, I, got, I got a shock for you. You may already know this. Um, there are polls out there that people who have been have had the pathogen uh would just assume everybody else be locked up and be isolated from society and and worse so to me there's some soul damage there how could anybody formulate an opinion like that because imagine saying that to uh, a group of gay people back in the 80s when hiv first came out and said well you know you were messing around you weren't doing things right you know, so you should be segregated from society and not allowed to infect everybody else. Imagine if that was applied because the logic is the same. But we didn't mm -hmm. do that. We said you're human beings. Yeah, maybe my, 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 my morality compass says that that isn't right, but you're still a human being. And who knows why you made the choices that you did. It could have been something bad happened to you in your childhood. I don't know. But and you could have been warped that way. You could have been, or I don't want to say warped. I don't want to denigrate anybody. But you could have been programmed that way. Maybe I was programmed to be a hero. I don't know. I would assume so. But, but I'm people just saying. got you, HIV from blood transfusions. Yeah. You know, and how do you blame them on that? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we got a question coming in for you. It's this from our our questions are coming from the people watching in our live chat. They put them in there. Uh, it says uh, Dr. Rita, what is your advice to someone who has high blood pressure? Is that something you can comment on? Um, I, I do refer sure. to it as a I, I, that was kind of like okay that really didn't have anything to do with what we're talking about but okay um, you know so I like to keep things just very simple you know and with high blood pressure you know a lot of the times it's making lifestyle changes you know watching what you eat get rid of the salt from your diet you know if there's a weight issue work on lowering your weight um, you know I'm hesitant about making generic supplement commentary um, you know because I don't know if someone's taking some kind of medication or whatever mm -hmm. um, you know that we don't want to make a recommendation that would interfere or interact with um, any kind of medication they might be taking um, you know and sometimes high blood pressure comes from there's just too much stress in your life there's too much you know we're kind of talking about our soul and you know as human beings we through out our lives have experienced different levels of trauma you know and I actually did a whole presentation about trauma and used as part of the presentation the whole COVID thing because what is going on on the planet because it's not just the United States mm -hmm. is creating deep-seated trauma in mm -hmm. people whether they want to recognize that or not you know people say oh well 9-11 created trauma 
this is way more because it's not this thing happened. This is long term. This has been going on for 18 months. I mean, this is like almost Stockholm syndrome. Lock you up in your house, separate you and isolate you from everybody else. And listen to what we say and do what we tell you. You know, that's that is absolutely true. And I, I got to so we have a few people that watch this program from Australia and man, Australia is, is the absolute poster child of Nazism. It's the most ridiculous lockdown police state imaginable. And the thing of it is, the civilians, the people, vastly outnumber the people that's putting this on them. And it's a shame because I know that they're looking to Americans to be the final resistance to this thing because we have the Second Amendment and they gave theirs up. The lesson for the Australians is, First, they, there was a couple of shootings, a couple of convenient shootings, and then everybody said, oh, we got to give our guns up. And then once they gave the guns up, then the, 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 the mandates started coming in. People started getting thrown in jail for every kind of thing that there is. And this, this pathogen thing is just the ultimate give for them. And, uh, but they're hoping that the United States will be different and that we'll stand our ground, if nothing more than to give them hope that somebody is, even if they don't get out of their lockdown. But that's heading our way. It's coming to America, uh, you know, already. So, it, and, and you can see little things of that. All right, another question. Truth in Treasure says, Doctor Dr. Louise, who are the narcissists? Why are they so evil? <laughs> okay, so you know, and I'm gonna make a separation. Okay, so a person who's a narcissist. Um, you know, they just see the world through their own eyes, you know, and everything is about them. Um, you know, they're the ultimate uh, energy vampires. And so if I want this, what do I need to do in order to get it? But many times it's like it's their outlook. You know, it's their perspective on on life. You know, and, and I hate saying this out loud, but I really do believe it that they do things more from a like self-preservation perspective versus that they're doing it intentionally. Okay, but then there are people that are psychopaths and sociopaths, you know, like the Ted Bundys of the world, you know, and those people have very strong narcissistic tendencies, you know, but psychologically speaking, they're in a separate category, and those people do things intentionally. You know, I mean, I've heard, um, I'm just trying to think who I was listening to. I don't know, it was on the news, you know, where they were talking about some of the people in the government are just a bunch of psychopaths, mm -hmm. you know, because they just do things. You know, there's rules for me and there's rules for you, and then they will go and manipulate you. And narcissists are infamous for gaslighting and just lying right to your face, you know, to mm -hmm. manipulate you. You know, they use that that uh, cognitive dissonance. It's kind of like, well, I'll tell you this, but then I'll tell you this. Mm -hmm. And you just really don't ever know what's speak, going on. Speak, speaking of lying, gaslighting right to your face, I'll give you a quote. And again, I, I don't check people's political platforms, beliefs. I don't check their religious beliefs. And I get that gets me in trouble sometimes. Uh, you know, I, I don't check their facts. I don't check any of it. Because I feel like everybody, everybody can bring something to the table. Everybody has a negative truth, whether somebody thinks they do or they don't, but they do. Some people have a lot more nuggets of truth. But two weeks ago, we were told that we we got to get out of Afghanistan 
because there is no ISIS there anymore. Our mission is done. We have no reason to be there. ISIS is gone. We were told that two weeks ago. Gee, if Until I'm not mistaken, we got 13 dead soldiers now because this this group that's gone just killed a bunch of our people. You talk about the ultimate gaslighting. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it seems like that's how the news has been, you know. And I really feel like, you know, the media has been extremely complicit in what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't feel like they're telling the truth or they tell the truth that's convenient for them. Mm-hmm. And you can sit there and find, you know, where they said something two or three years ago, but then, you know, and I'm going to make an example, you know, since we're talking about the pathogen, you know, like Camila Harris, well, you know, I'm not getting any kind of shot you know, that Trump did, um, mm-hmm. and now they're all pushing it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so is it good or is it bad? You know, well, it's good today. It was bad, but now it's good. <laughs> but it was bad six months ago. Well, that, that's, that's, then that's a key statement right there because the rules are can be, they continue to be changed and continue to be contradictory to the previous rule. So why should they be allowed to make any rule? There's no consensus, and of course consensus means that you're just making a deal behind the table and you're getting paid, but there is no central truth coming out here. And uh, so this is just this total manipulation of everyone and their opinions and gaslighting. Um, so we, and, and something you mentioned though, I, I, wanna, I wanna say this too about people being damaged, and that is the biggest damage is gonna be the kids. Many of us, mm-hmm. Of mature individuals, it takes a lot more to trick us into giving up uh, our lifetime of knowledge and experience. But can you imagine the little kids now that've been masked up? They can't see people smile. They're breathing their own air and coughing in there like they do. And then they got all this stuff. And then I mean, in San Francisco, their high schools having homeless encampments on on the on the grounds of the high school. So these, but these kids are going to be in charge in 20 years isn't that kind of scary well i mean my grandson you know and i'm going to use him as an example i mean i love him to death but you know he just kind of goes along with what he's being told and you know i i had him here for, for a week this summer and so we've had had some pretty heavy conversations and um and he just kind of follows the narrative that he's been given or like my, this was an interesting conversation. So my uh, boyfriend's daughter, we were visiting and she was telling us that we were white privileged. Whoa. And I'm like, uh, where? <laughs> when and where? Because I don't really recall any privilege. I put myself through college. I supported myself, you know, my whole time, you know, as an adult so where was that privilege because i did not have any kind of silver spoon or anybody following behind me picking me up you know and my boyfriend either so he just i mean it was getting to be quite a heated debate Mm. but she's like no and so she's teaching her daughter about this whole white privilege thing which is like Hmm. which which is more dangerous the pathogen or uh, the, this pathogen shot, or the 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 mind, the the not the the way you turn out. I mean, it's still they're both kind kind of the same. I think they're both kind of the same. I mean, because they you know 
it's something that they're going to remember. You know, I mean, especially the mask wearing. You know, if you're having to put a mask on every day, you know, to make you be safe, it's like, so when you're 20 years old, are you going to feel more comfortable wearing a mask because you feel safe? Because when you were in first grade, that's what you did to feel safe. But that's the nature of trauma. You know, it's like a lot of stuff happens when you're young and in your formative years that make, you know, and you strive to make mm-hmm. you, yourself feel safe. Well, yeah, it's also, it's a rush to obedience because even through yeah. the mask, w- w- the, the other day, m- my wife and I were at a, a reservoir and there were people out in a boat with a mask on. We saw that too. They were fishing. And to us, it's like they're... It, it is a rush for obedience. The signal is being given. We I are obedient. Now, isn't there? And thanks for that light. That really improved improved us. Okay, That's good. good. Um, you're kind of like in the dark there, but uh, uh, there is a rush to obedience, and um, it it kind of seems like a little Stockholm syndrome that the mm-hmm. the, the obedient people. I mean, you tell them to stand on one foot, you know, if you you won't get it. You'll feel a lot better if you stand on one foot. It don't matter how ridiculous the order. There's I don't know how much of the population is ready to say, okay, I can do it better than the next guy too. And I can do it longer. You know, it's like a rush to it. Like it's an obedience contest. Mm-hmm. You know, but when it's going on with little kids, it's like, that's where they're formulating their view and belief of what the world is. You know? So if you keep telling them, you know, like, well, you know, you're white privileged and this or that, and you know, standing next to someone, standing within six feet of someone is not safe. And, you know, wearing a mask is the only thing that's going to make you safe or, you know, taking shots is the only thing that's going to make you safe. Then they're going to grow up with the thought that I have to stay away from people. I mean, it's not just going to go away whenever we go back to normal, which mm. obviously is probably never going to happen at this point. Right. In time. Yeah, that that idea. But, you know, there's they're still working that. They're, they're, they're still working. Well, out. yeah, they're not done. No. Um, you know, you want to return to normal, you got to get your uh, uh, unpathogen editing people. You got to get them into the, in, into the, at, at, the, at the camp to get their shop. All right, here's another question for you. It says, Dr. Rita, how many people are waiting to get the pathogen and see another person fall over dead right in front of them and they will continue to wait their turn? Now, that's a. Uh, interesting statement right there but i think we can agree that would probably be a this is the case right now that people would say if people were dropping dead they would look at them and say well they deserved it and worse give, give it to me i'm ready oh there's a lot of people that are saying you know like well they should die because they wouldn't get the yeah you know. that, right imagine that imagine that they should die i've seen people say they, they shouldn't be admitted to hospitals they shouldn't be you know it's, it's they like shouldn't they got get the, medical care right they, right and there are doctors there are stories coming up doctors saying i'm not t- i'm not touching you get out of my hospital there's already stories like that whatever happened to the hippocratic oath every rule and, and moral base of this country has been been destroyed but let me ask them i didn't know we were going to be going this way with it but where there's a, <laughs> Me either. Where, where there's a fact, oh, oh, by the way, I think the word, the word of what, because you, you mentioned it earlier in the first hour part of the show, all these crises that are building up and the damage that is doing, whether we know it or not, it's damaging things. That's coming straight out of a book called Rules for Radicals. And what you do is you attack everything at the same time and crash it, almost like a fire cell. 
if you know what that is mm-hmm. in, di- in digital terms. It's a fire sale to all the institutions and and uh, history accounts and everything everything that makes America unique. It's a fire sale. And Rules Radical says hit them all at the same time and they won't be able to be even focused to fix anything. And that's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I don't see it letting up anytime soon. No, I you think, know, no, it's, it's just getting started. That is clear. <laughs> you know, probably about six months, well, no, about a year ago, you know, there was a lot of stuff coming out about, you know, stuff, election fraud, you know, the pathogen, the pathogen cure, blah, 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 you know, and, and of course with it, all the different conspiracy theories, all the Epstein stuff, I mean, there was just like a ton of stuff and I'm like, my brain is too full with data that is trying to figure out what's going on, you know. But we're talking about children and the crisis, you know, and the crisis that's going on, you know, but when you get older, you know, you like experience, you know, and we've all like had relationships where we, you know, our heart was broken or we lost a job or lost a loved one or whatever. And so, you know, even though we might be able to on some level handle more trauma, we also have a lot of, and I'm going to say emotion that we're carrying around and And it's just like here let's just like put this on and i think the level of suicide or not suicide of depression and people feeling helpless you know that they just can't do anything you know with um what's going on Mm -hmm. you know so it's not just little kids that are they're being programmed because they don't know any better we know better and it just it's just in a different way and this is really sad to say but i you know, keep saying it's like I'm glad I'm old um, because, you know, <laughs> I won't have to like put up with this, you know, for 50, 60, <laughs> 70 years. <laughs> wow. Ne- never looked at it that way. You're, you're closer to getting ex- an exit strategy. Pretty uh, much. But uh, so we, in the solical situation, have these people that, I mean, the, pe- the people that have this conclusion that people should die because whether or not they did some medical procedure, have they already lost their soul? Is their soul beyond repair? And if not, how would one go back to restore a soul that's in that condition? I have to say in that condition. Well, you know, and this is gonna sound really terrible, um, you know, but they're, and I'm gonna say back in the day, you know, because I have not experienced this really personally in my life, you know, but there were people that were hardcore racist, you know, and if a black person came into a room, they would be completely offended and would speak, you know, negatively about the person or whatever. I mean, they, they, that was the mindset, you know, but where did that mindset come from? It came from them growing up in a household where that was the view and opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so today it's like, people are being, I mean, it's the same energy. It's the same kind of mentality of like, I'm right, you're wrong. And since you're wrong, I have to hate you. But it's right. the same energy. But they okay. dare, you know, dare, can't see that. Dare, dare I say it's a dark energy? I would say so. It is a, you know, 
when you sit there and you commune with God, you know, and have a spiritual sense, it's like, you know, the vibration is of love and it's of compassion and it's of empathy. And it's, you know, there's this giving and taking of dynamic between people. But when you sit there and you become fixated in your view and in your opinion, it's like there's no room for anything else other than your view and opinion. Mm -hmm. You know, and you mentioned uh, the soul and the heart, you know, and so, and I think I'll, I'll go here for a second. You know, when we talk about the heart and heart energy, um, we check into our heart, and I don't mean the physical organ, but, you know, we kind of tap on our chest. Well, what do I think? You know, well, what do I want to do? And it's kind of like where the seat of our essence lies. You know, and I can get into a whole metaphysical conversation about it, which I won't. Um, but it's where we as human beings, our mental self and our physical self, which resides more in the lower part of the body and the gut, combine together so we can uh, navigate what we think mentally, what we feel physically, and what we experience spir spiritually, you know, and come up with what's good for me. You know, should I wear a mask? Do I, should I not wear a mask? You know, what are the implications? This is where we do that risk assessment because when we do a risk assessment, mm -hmm. it's about me. It's mm -hmm. not about you. It's about me. And I'm choosing to do this, but they don't want us to choose for ourselves. They want to choose for us right. and tell us what is the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. uh, which is interesting how you frame that because I uh, commented on a, random article out there and uh, it was about the the pathogen how they want you to educate yourself of course when they say educate yourself they mean educate yourself then get it don't you you can't have any other education except that that's the only conclusion that you're allowed to come through so i i, I put i posted uh, the comment that i put out there i said um uh, uh get with every dose comes a spec sheet and that spec sheet will educate you so you can make an informed decision and here is the copy and pasted spec sheet and then i put dot 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 and then it goes down to nothing why is there mm -hmm. nothing there because there is no spec sheet you can't make an informed decision because they won't give you that spec sheet well and right. the spec sheet as you probably aware is this could happen that could happen you know you've seen the commercials a thousand times everybody has there's a whole list but somehow this getting a pass so I say, so do you want to make an informed decision? Read that spec sheet for this for this dose. No, it's safe and effective. Yeah, it's safe and it'll and make your hair grow in and turn dark again. Right, right. Well, there you go. I mean, this, it's, it's a miracle. <laughs> your ED all at the same time. <laughs> right. No tell no no telling what it'll do for you. Um, there is. You know, and and I just want to make a comment. You know, I really have been following the whole pathogen thing a lot, mm -hmm. and. There are a growing number of physicians, you know, so there was the frontline doctors that came out with a video and that got shut down right away. Right. But there is a growing number of physicians that are coming forward, making their voice heard. And many of their voices are not in a very complimentary way mm -hmm. with uh, what they're trying to put forward. Right. And so to me, it's kind of like, why would this eminent doctor, virologist, whatever, with like credentials out the butt make us look like 
sure. you need to go back to school, come out and say these things, potentially ruin their reputation for disseminating mm -hmm. false information um, to talk about this stuff, you know, and their viewpoint is, you know, we're keeping our oath, do mm -hmm. no harm. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're putting ourselves and our livelihoods which, on the line. Talk about doctors, which includes the very doctor who invented the MNRA, the very doctor. And I've, and, and Dr. Rita, I have seen these doctors and I've seen these credentials out the butt, the unbelievable list of credentials. Like all of a sudden their opinion doesn't count. And it isn't just one, it's dozens of them. And, and you know, I know there's used to be something called dead doctors don't lie. And then people start dying off. And I've got a feeling that, that these, uh, Doctor, hopefully nothing will happen to them. But there is a growing base of doctors that saying, "Wait a minute, you know, there's no data here for any of this." And on that, we're talking about the kids. There's no data for that. No. And if you ask for data, you're a conspiracy theorist. And here we are back to the about the thing. We're right. What is a conspiracy theorist? Somebody asks questions who doesn't toe the company line, who says something you're saying isn't making sense. You know, we the the, the from a biblical standpoint, he says it's a matter of kings to seek out a matter. God. God has given us intelligence to go seek a matter. But going back to the people that would just soon have a whole group of other people die die off and get out of the way. Again, I'm not. Getting, I don't want to get too preachy, but there's another biblical text that says uh, that at a certain point, when you keep resisting that voice of what to do right, because you know I'm sure at some point these people had something in their life where they was making good and bad decisions. But now all of a sudden, the decision that people should die, something happened to their conscience. And the Bible talks about it being seared with a hard iron and even to the point that when you resist this this internal human to human connection, when you break it and say, well, I'm going to break it off these people, then it says that, that God will give them over to a reprobate mind, which is a mind that's confused and uh, uh, irrationally gen generating hatred. And we've seen irrational yeah. hatred, not based on anything. And but people are just buying into that, and I'm just I'm concerned with their soul, and I don't know where they go. Okay, here's this: where people go if they don't have a soul? How about that? I mean, we all have a soul, you know. Mm -hmm. It might be a kind of evil soul. Oh, okay. You know, um, you know. So this is my line, and I'm sticking to it. You know, there's only one person that died and came back from the grave, and he never really talked about what it was like there during the dead part. Okay. You know? Okay, okay. Point, so, point taken. You know, so as humans, we don't know. You know, so do we go to heaven? Do we just, like, enter into, you know, what I personally believe is that we change frequencies. You know, we enter a different time-space continuum. Okay. You know, kind of, I'm a Star Trek fan, you oh. know? So, like, original Star Trek, you know, like Kirk and Spock, go through the transporter and now they're back on the enterprise and they're walking around and everyone's like and they can't see them because they're in a right. vibrating at a different frequency right, right. I, I remember that episode that's where they dropped something in the water uh-huh and uh, kirk was drinking his coffee and he got it but and by the way being a trekking myself i can tell you that every trek Every Star Trek episode and movie after that is just a redo of something that was in the original series. Just just putting that out there. All right. How do you like that? Well, see, I never really like, thought about that, but well, okay. Well, <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, to me, to me, uh, obviously. Okay, let's get, let's get to this here. Um, None Your Business says, is it true <laughs> that that's their avatar name? 
Um, then your business says, is it true 50% of all new cases in Nevada have got the editing tool in their arm? Um, now we talked about, uh, we know that in Israel that's true. Yeah, it's, they have over 80% compliance in Israel. Um, and so, I mean, I haven't seen any numbers about Nevada, but I do know that in the United States that that statistic is growing and growing. You know, what they are conveniently not sharing is the number of people that have died that have been compliant, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. versus the number of people that have died that were stinky Walmart shoppers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Come on. Okay. You know, it's true. <laughs> okay. Hang on. Hang on. I was, I I'm thinking, I was I'm... thinking about, since, you know, like I'm talking about all this uh, kind of unfiltered, um, mm -hmm. was like getting masks, you know, like the Walmart workers, you know, it says Walmart mm -hmm. on it and putting like stinky and then it said Walmart shopper on it. I think they would sell personally. Yeah. A, a, a Walmart, a Walmart person told me they were offered $75 to get the jab. So is that, I think is that it, man. There's other people giving a million dollars. I, I, I'm not sure what I, I, I'm, I'm still waiting. I'm, you know, hope for like a free trip on SpaceX or something. So, you know, I got has better than that. But you know, but we're old. So it's kind of like, okay, whatever, you know, and if it takes me out and I, it's my exit strategy, you know, maybe, you know, it, it would have to be a big reward for doing that. How's that? Okay. It sounds, sounds real good. sounds real good. All right, let's get to another question here. But then again, you know, you'd be selling yourself out on that. Yeah. Even if it was a million bucks, it would, you would still be kind of selling your soul for rock and roll kind of thing. Mm -hmm. you, I mean, it puts people in a really bad place. You know, they're coming out with the mandates. And it's, what do you do? You know, you have to take care of your family. You know, you have to take care of yourself. And it puts you in a situation where you're between a rock and a hard place. Mm -hmm. But I do want to share this because this is a little teeny piece of information that, well, actually two, that they're not sharing. Okay. Okay. Or I've seen, but I have not seen it real publicly shared. Okay. First, um, so they, the FDA approved the vaccine, but there's a caveat. So they approved the vaccine, and I don't have the exact name. So it's under a brand name. Right. Okay, so it's not the Pfizer vaccine. It's under a brand name, which they have not produced yet because they have to do the inserts, mm -hmm. which they haven't done. Right. And they have to repackage it under, you know, a brand name. Mm -hmm. So if you so even though you think it's FDA approved, if you get the Pfizer vaccine currently, you still fall under the emergency mandate. And so you still have zero lie you cannot do anything because there's no liability. But once the FDA approves it or it's the new label on it, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then there's a fund that if there's some kind of an adverse reaction that you can sit there and go to the government and say, hey, I had an adverse reaction and get some kind of relief. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if yeah. you're thinking about it, you might want to wait till the 
actual real one shows up, mm. the real FDA mm-hmm. approved. So yeah. that's one thing they're not talking about. That's a little secret thing, and that was from Robert Malone as well, the inventor yeah. of the army. The other thing, which I thought was really interesting, and I think you'll appreciate, is that um, with the mandate, OSHA, you know, so the work safety people, um, material safety data sheet people, have come out and say, if you require your employees to get the back, get the to submit, if you get your employees to submit and there's any kind of adverse event, then they, that is now a workman's comp issue. Oh, I like it. Nice. And you can apply for a workman's compensation. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's some good news. I think That is good news, but you, have you heard about that? No. It is like a nice big little secret. Hmm. So hopefully that'll cause companies to think twice about doing that. And I think, I, I, I do remember, I think the, the new... Uh, drug is called cormidity or is some hard to pronounce word that's it, confusing yeah, yeah uh, uh, cominati c-o-m-r-i-n-a-t-y whatever the hell that is all right got more questions coming in let's get to them uh, australian ben says uh, dr rita okay is people's rush to, to anger actually a deception by giving themselves over to explosive rage which is the default mode for the demonic realm Well, I think that, you know, when people are scared, you know, people are scared that if I walk by you and I don't have a mask on, now I'm going to die, you know, and so I feel like that kind of drives it, you know, but fear also makes you more open to negative forces. So I am going to kind of go in a really different direction. You had brought this up before, so I'm going to bring this in here. So you had mentioned, you know, maybe we'll talk about attached entities. Um, And so in the work that I've done with people with attached entities, one of the biggest underlying issue that those people have is fear, you know, fear about something. And I'm not suggesting that, you know, people that are haters these days all have attached entities, but it makes it so that you're more vulnerable to accepting and holding negative thoughts, negative energies, negative intentions, because you're scared, you know, and so you're in a self-preservation mode and it's like, well, I'm going to hate you, but the reality is, is I don't necessarily hate you, it's that I'm scared. Hmm, I see, yeah, well said, well said. Uh, By the way, I don't know if you've seen the website we have announced your show, we also have a poll question up and people who haven't taken that poll, you can take that poll while we're still on the air talking to our guest tonight. The topic of the poll is, uh, does your soul need healing? Your choices on the poll says no, it's working fine. Yes, lots of damage. There is no soul. Got a new soul on order. Never got one. <laughs> never got one when I was born. So let's take the magic finger and see what the results are here. All right. So 58% said their soul is working just fine. 41% said, yes, I have lots of damage need soul healing now that's a pretty i don't know people are, are joking with that there but you know then I, I would assume that there's a percentage of that maybe a large percentage of just being frankly honest look i've been hurt you know who mm-hmm. and who really who hasn't been hurt if you've been in any relationship mm-hmm. you've been hurt or if you lived on this planet for more than five years you've been hurt now 
uh, we won't disclose our age here on, on the program here, but uh, I've had opportunity to be hurt quite a bit, and, and for not just relationships, but all kind of reasons. So, and maybe it is that we push the hurt down, but I think that's good for somebody to say yes that means they're still alive that means they still there's still something there there's good in them there is good soul parts because they know that there's damage to it now how do how are we going to help them start healing that soul okay and and i'm going to backtrack a little bit for a second so in 2017 you know and i don't mean to be weird and i'm not an astrologer but i was doing some research on what was going on in 2019 and it took me back to 2017 and so in 2017 we started this cycle of healing and so accordingly you know what I was looking for was that in 2019 myself as well as a, a lot of my clients were uncovering the demons in the closet their own personal demons and wanting to know what to do with them and wanted to fix them and wanted to heal them you know and so when i start getting a lot of phone calls all about the same thing i and and i'm going through it at the same time i know that the planet is working on some kind of a shift so that 41 percent i think might actually be a little bit low wow. to be honest with you mm -hmm. um and so what was interesting was that what I was seeing in 2019 was, you know, well, there's this big shift that's going to be happening in 2020. Not what I expected. I thought it would be like a little bit more internal and, you know, a personal shift. And, you know, and so one of the things that's going on is that it's really causing us to take a stand, you know, or at least some people to take a stand and own themselves. And, you know, this is what I think is right for me, you know, and really, and, and that is healing, you know, deciding that I'm important, you know, that what I say has value, you know. Um, so more specifically to your question, um, you know, I think, again, the fear is running rampant, you know, and one of the ways that we can address or at least try to minimize the fear is there are just some very simple things, you know, just closing your eyes and just deep breathing can help. It activates the parasympathetic nervous system, you know, so our fight or flight mechanism is tied to the sympathetic, it charges us up, okay. and the parasympathetic system calms us down, it makes us be chill. And so just closing your eyes and just breathing, you know, putting on some relaxing music, turning your computer off, putting your phone down and getting your face out of the electronics is helpful. You know, go outside for a walk, you know. So during during all the COVID, you know what I did a what? lot? I went fishing. We okay. caught a ton of fish. But it was great because there was no electronics. You know, we were out, out on the water you know, with trees all around us, and it kept us pretty chill, like internally pretty chill. Yeah, okay. Um, good, 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 good. So did you, you catch know, anything? And, excuse me? Did you catch anything? We, <laughs> by the time the summer hit and it was getting too hot and we weren't, we weren't catching anything, we had literally caught, and we gave away some, six-gallon Ziploc bags full of fish so like memorial day weekend last year 
we were going to have this big fish fry because things were starting to open back up and we figured we'd have people over because we had six, you know, I don't even know how many pounds of fish, um, but that didn't happen because then everything shut back up. So, um, yeah. Um, you know, but going outside for a walk, uh, going to the gym and exercising, you know, or staying at home and exercising, talking to friends, you know, and keeping those social interactions going is very healing. One of the things that I learned is that whatever is going on in our mind is what's controlling everything. So if we're thinking about negative things, we're going to feel negative. You know, if we're thinking about positive things and are having gratitude and feeling grateful about what I have today, you know, that's where we're going to be. And it really is kind of a practice, mm -hmm. you know, so I would assume that the people that are the hater people, you know, probably always have hateful thoughts in their minds, mm -hmm. you know, and can't really find the beauty about what's going on or the tolerance to just be. Does uh, does uh, unforgiveness damage the soul? I could see where it could. You know, I mean, our soul is our essence, you know, and then there's like who we are in this body. You know, so people like Daniel uh, Brinkley talks, you know, because he's had like four near-death experiences. And one of the things he talks about is that when you die, you have a soul review, you know, where you look at your life and your interactions and it gives you the opportunity to let that go so that when you move on, all of the anger and resentment and hurt and whatever is washed off of you. You know, we find that in Egyptian, you know, the weighing of the soul, you know, is kind of a similar concept. So it's not like a new thing, um, you know, and so when we don't forgive today, you know, in this body, it occupies our mind, it occupies our brain. And so when something happens and we haven't forgiven, it gets activated, it gets triggered. It again activates that sympathetic nervous system, turns our cortisol on, and it makes our brain go, well, why did he do that? Oh, well, you know, and that's not healthy you know so people find themselves in their heads thinking a lot that's not healthy you know that's not you being in alignment with your soul when you're in alignment with your soul it's like you know you've just gone and you know i always joke around like you just raked a bunch of leaves and you're like kind of in that little zen moment you know when we're whole and we're good that's how we should feel, you know? And so the goal should be, what do I need to do to feel that way all the time mm -hmm. versus wound up and pissed off and, mm -hmm. hey, that person walked too close to me in Walmart. <laughs> so let me ask some, um, I've seen some people, and I'm sure everybody has seen people that you're, you're, something inside tells you, your intuition tells you like they're evil. And sometimes you see their their face the there's a i don't want to say non-human uh or entity takeover but is it possible that the soul that has been damaged or corrupted expands out into the body 
And so therefore what you look like is really your body taking shape with the soul. So if you're a horrible person, you know, you kind of mm -hmm. get demeanor that is even, that is palatable and perceptible by other people. So you think that does, does the soul change the body depending mm -hmm. on its condition? Yeah, I mean, um, there's something that's called muscle armoring. And so you can tell a lot about a person about where they where their body tenses, which includes the face, you know, so if you're all, you know, or hunched over or, you know, you walk around totally straight and erect because you're inflexible, you know, it is reflected in your physical body. And so the more you move toward a, I mean, because if you think about it, evil people, they're looking out for themselves, but they're also myopic, mm -hmm. you know? And so the more myopic you become, the more rigid you become in whatever that is. And yes, that is totally reflected in your body. Mm. Uh, I'm going to ask you and I, people in a live chat, I have seen many pictures of our current person in the White House many times those pictures reflect that are what i see are seriously black eyes and some days mm -hmm. they're not but some days they are and most of the time they seem to be am i the only one that's seeing that and if i am seeing that and it's real are there changes going on that in, the, in that type of person that's a little hard to tell um i mean i feel like you know there are times where he's just not there at all. Right. Obviously. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to just say something that, you know, no nasty cards and letters, but I personally have an issue with the doctor uh, for allowing him to be put in that position. Mm, all right. Because she is his caretaker. And she knows where he is on any given day. And I feel like it is elder abuse. There, I said it out loud on air. Wow. Well, I think you'll find a receptive audience here because I think you're exactly right. In one way, it's like, I can't believe this is happening and these decisions are being made and I'm getting communicated to like this. Uh, I mean, the other day, I mean, he literally slumped over on his book was holding him up and he was giving mm -hmm. his major speed he just like he just ran out of so at some point it's it's pitiful i mean at some point it's it's it's, it's aggravating it's like how could this ever happen the other point and i agree with you is like it is happening somebody has used his condition because he is so easy for them to work it, you know so that goes to the mm -hmm. elder abuse is it his fault he should have been retired years ago. He shouldn't mm -hmm. be where he is, but he's being propped up. He barely can walk out the door. And he, you know, so well, that is I mean, they, they've been making him appear every day, you know, so I can see from his cycle, you know, he was good for like one appearance a week. <laughs> and now it's like, he has to perform every day, even if for 20 minutes. And I mm -hmm. think it's too much. Yeah, that it is clearly too much. The shuffle, the shuffle of the feet, and and the, and he gets lost. There's videos of him getting lost. The president of the United States has to be no. You go over here. Where are you going? He's heading. Out. He's just walking, walking away because somebody wasn't there. His handler, which was a certain doctor you referred to, wasn't there. You know, and when she ain't there, he just goes walking off into the into the yard, the White House lawn. He don't know where he is. All right. Um. Here's another more questions coming in. Um. Are there any 
herbs or plants that can reduce the effects if one said person got this so-called pathogen? Um, you know, and so I think the first line of defense is to really work on yourself, you know, making sure that you're taking, you know, a vitamin and minimal mineral supplement, um, because if you're healthy, uh, regard and I think regardless of age, um, then you'll get sick, but you know there's not a fatal consequence tied to it. Um, you know the recommendation is um, zinc, vitamin D. Um, you know then there are the other things that are being recommended like ivermectin, hydrochloroquine. In some states you can get them from doctors and pharmacies. Mm -hmm. Other states not so much. Um, I know that frontline doctors. I think it's frontlinedoctors.org. Mm -hmm. um, they actually will do a telemedicine appointment with you and will connect you with a pharmacy and have things shipped to you. You know. Um, but the biggest thing is making sure that you have a healthy immune system. And what they're finding is, you know, people that are older that don't have healthy immune systems. And the other bit major characteristic that they're finding are people that are obese, like morbidly right. obese, are Which, being more prone to mm -hmm. bad well, see, now, well, there you go. Now, see, here's where I'll, I'll enter into this conversation saying when somebody's 400 pounds, why should my tax dollars pay them sit around and eat Doritos? I don't get it. There's no incentive for them to use my tax dollars to to have a healthy lifestyle. My, in fact, my tax dollars are being used. So I, so I should s separate them. Why should they go in, into the emergency room for a stomach problem when they created it? You know, or, or same mm -hmm. thing with, with smokers. And because we said in the first hour how they want to segregate so that certain people shouldn't be allowed in the hospital. Well, there's all kind of topics and obesity is one, tobacco use is another, alcoholism, drug abuse, there's a whole list, but somehow this one group doesn't deserve to live, but everybody else can go ahead and run their bodies and, and, and have awful, awful deaths and, and, and uh, use our medical system and drain its, its, its uh, facilities. Well, and the death rate on it is very low. You know, more people die, and I don't have any statistics because if I, I mean, if I knew I was going to be here talking about this, I would maybe have prepared it a different way. Um, you know, but there are, somebody posted something today that getting hit by lightning and your chance of dying of the pathogen were kind of about the same. Wow. I mean, that's, you know, like, hmm. Well, I'm not really planning on dying from getting hit by lightning this week, but it could happen. Mm -hmm. It could happen. Mm -hmm. um, well, I'll go with the, I'll go with the lottery analysis. I'd like to win the lottery too. All right. Um, uh, uh, 432 Lioness, avatar name, says, uh, Dr. Rita, please elaborate on angels and archon connections. Okay. Not really my area. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just going to leave that with not really my area because I don't even know that I could pull something out my butt to answer it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> nobody would ever know. I'd just start talking. Just, just say something out there. Here, I'll, I'll do it. No, okay. Uh, so uh, the Archons, uh, this is a group of uh, aliens from the planet Xenon. 
they usually. Well, I mean, the archon supposedly, you know, they talk about those in the book of one of them. No, I'm just, the, I'm, I'm demonstrating how to answer a question we don't know what you're talking about. I do oh. it. All, I do it all the time. Um, well, I mean, normally I, I'm really good at that if I have like a shred of information, yeah. but I really don't have anything useful. Well, what they do is they normally travel on the Starship Enterprise when they're getting here, and they they <laughs> they there were some really nasty people. No, but they're nasty, so they they obviously have to be like Klingons or something. Well, speaking of nasty aliens, one of my least favorite aliens is the insectoids. Now these these really piss me off. Okay, they got claws. They're just, your skinny brain matches things man is looking you know nobody likes that nobody wants to see them things but could, but we notice i don't know if you can read that but i got one of your screen grabs says entity attachment how will somebody know an entity is attached to them maybe an archon or maybe a, a an insectoid you know i've never had either of those show up with a client and so the vast majority of people that have attached entities one, they don't know it. You know, so when I get someone that contacts me and says, oh, I have an attached entity, then my little radar go up and go, hmm, well, where'd you hear that? You know, because how long have you been doing your show a long time? So I think you'll resonate with this. You know, so 10, 20 years ago, the thing was, well, in my past life, I had this issue and so now it's manifesting this time you know and so now everybody wants to say oh well you know like I lost my job I must have an attached entity you know my relationship failed I must have an attached entity so it's like the new excuse for having a crappy life you know and some of us have crappy lives you know which is a whole different conversation you know but attached entities don't want you to know they're there because their goal is to control they are the narcissists of the spirit world and so their goal is to control and manipulate you so if i know i have an attached entity well then i can work on getting rid of it but if you don't know you have it then they're just going to be in the background you know working mm -hmm. like our president controlling and manipulating and then you're just the mouthpiece of it mm -hmm. and so um you know, there are some characteristics that people can have when they have an entity attachment. Uh, most, in most instances, the entity does not occupy your space all of the time, you know, but it also comes back to this being triggered scenario because when, one of the things that I have found is that they attach to someone because they have a very specific fear you know, I'm afraid to be alone, so they come to give them company. You know, um, you know, whatever. You know, there's like this little one-line negative belief, and then I say something, and it hurts your feelings, and it triggers you, and now you're in a stress response, but and you want to say something back to me, but you're kind of afraid you're going to hurt my feelings, so now you're in that fear place. And that is the moment that if the entity is going to come back in, and manipulate that because that's when you are emotionally at your weakest point and so they'll just be like you know it's a you think i just have a really bad brain which you probably do but the entity kind of like puts some nitro in there to put it on overdrive and then you get to the place where internally you resolved it 
You know, you go fishing, you're raking leaves, you know, you breathe, and internally you resolve it, and it pushes the entity back out because now you're grounded, you're whole, and you are inside, back inside your body. Mm. You know, that, that voice you described there, I hear it as wah, 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 wah. It's from Char <laughs> Charlie Brown there. <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> so... You know, all right. Um, is the atmosphere, Prince the Power of the Air, reverberating that fear worldwide? And is it being emitted from densely populated urban centers where people are living under 5G? I don't know if you understood that question. It looks okay. like. No, I, I did, actually. Okay. Um, yes, it is worldwide. Um, I mean, obviously, if you're in densely populated, urban areas, you know, there's more people, mm -hmm. um, so there's going to be more vibration. Um, you know, people talk about the 5G thing, and I have not completely figured that connection out, although they have been talking about the graphene oxide and how the 5G might be activating that, but again, I still personally haven't figured out that connection. You know, what what just came into my brain, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this would be kind of interesting to talk about. Kind of, all right, I'm going back to the reptilians, but... Um, oh, uh, go there. <laughs> you know, but David Icke talked about, you know, this presence feeding on our fear, you know, and because it, it, it lives on the negative energy, you know, because if we're in the energy of love, we are connected to source, mm -hmm. you know, and when we're in the energy of fear, we're connected to whatever is going on around us, you know, and so, and yeah, he talked about that, you know, where that's what the, you know, and I'm going to say reptilians, but whoever, whoever, mm -hmm. okay. you know, okay. that they feed off of that fear, you know, and even narcissists, you know, and psychopaths will sit there and do stuff to really piss you off or hurt your feelings to put you into that crazy place because they're feeding off of that energy. Hmm. So you know, they, and so, so yeah, so if that's really the case, you know, then we are like prime pickings because there is so much fear going on on the planet. And, um, you know, I thought 9-11 was bad. Nine, I mean, I'm just real sensitive and I'm really sensitive to kind of picking up on this is where the planet is, you know, in a kind of general sense. And so 9-11 was bad, but, but there was a big but, but there was a huge unifying force that came out of that. You know, people came together, people were supporting the United States. Um, and so even though it was awful, there was a level of camaraderie and people wanting to help people. Mm -hmm. Where this time it's, you know, good luck and you better be prepped and have a generator and, you know, a couple of years mm -hmm. worth of food mm -hmm. packed mm -hmm. up um, because it's you're on your own. Mm -hmm. Well, I notice people don't even respond. I typically open the door. If, if anybody's near me and I'm going in an establishment, I typically hold the door for them. And you usually always get a, you know, thank you type of thing. Now they just walk through like, 
don't touch me, get out of my space. And you know, sometimes I thought, wow, I never should open the door for you. But then there's been a difference. I can there, I can tell you there's a difference out there in how people responded to other humans, and it's not good. Mm -hmm. No. I mean, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of uh, suspicion, suspicion going on. Suspicion is a good word. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, not really understanding what the motivation is. Um, just, you know, but again, I think it all boils down to that fear and confusion because if you sit there and like tracked, I'll say the last seven months. Yeah, the wow. last months. I, I mean, it probably goes back further, but it has changed from week to week, from one crazy to the next crazy to the next crazy mm -hmm. to the next crazy. And it's kind of like people just want to put their feet on the ground. You know, it's kind of like they're tired of being on a ship out in the middle of the ocean um, in the middle of a storm. Because I'll just say this, the storm is upon us. Hmm. Well, and that gives, us, gives people more reason to be guarding their soul because that's, I mean, it seems to me that would be the, the main target to, to break us. To break mm -hmm. our human relationships, to to break our our common sense, to break our uh, confidence that things are going to get better. They don't want that. None of those things work, and that tells me there's something very dark out there. And I, you mentioned the seven months. What we've seen in seven months, um, and I've said this before, the seven months was upon us that we have to, as normal people now, imagine something horrible, which we normally can't do because we're, we're good, uh, intrinsically good people. But imagine something horrible out there. And then multiply it. And you might have what's going to happen in, within the next six months. But now, of course, we know that that seven months is just getting started. So what we've seen, don't think it's going to stop. It's not, and I think you're agreeing with me, that it's not going to just kind of peter out. It, there's something more coming, and it's going to be more bizarre each time. So people have got to kind of sort of gird their loins. They've got to be ready for it mentally, physically, spiritually, and, and above all, protect their soul. Because you don't want you don't trade your soul uh it's not worth it. Don't trade in your soul no. to be part of the system. Well, you know, we get used to stuff. You know, it used to be, you know, something little would happen and it was enough to shape public opinion. Mm -hmm. Now we become pretty resilient to the crazy. And so it has to just be bigger and bigger or just more and more stuff thrown on mm -hmm. the pile to create some kind of a reaction, you know, because we've been... Uh, Desensitized. Mm -hmm. That would be a good word. Well, yeah, I would say I would say there there was probably a time not too long ago, we sit around the table and we'd say, boy, they 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 taught that Christopher Columbus, you know, he hurt some Indians down in uh, down in Haiti before he got to America, you know, and, and so you know why they talk about it. Now we say, wow, two year old just three year old came came home saying that, that he's not really a boy. And I have to, I have to turn him over to the state. I mean, this, you know, this is the difference between what used to aggravate us. I guess I'm what I'm saying. How the escalation now is so bizarre. You know, the, the United States is, is horribly racist. It's evil, and everybody in American history should be shot, and every name should be taken down. Yeah. But in the beginning, it's like, well, you know, they're not saying the Pledge of Allegiance anymore. What? That's kind of bizarre. But now look where we're at. That was, that was nothing then. But now look. So we got to yeah. take where we're at now. You, we, we can't even put together a thought to, to reset level of insanity and dementia for the next few months. <laughs> and that's a very true statement, you know, and I just sit there and go, okay, 
You know, and there are people that have likened to what's going on to a giant chess match. You know, and I am like, okay, so what's the next move? And how big of a move do they need it to be in order to advance their agenda? You know, because I think there are moves and counter moves, although I feel like um, the good side is not doing that good. <laughs> well, um, I'd be lying if I said I didn't agree with that because they've just not. And, and the reason is, and I've thought about this many times, that, and I just said it, really, that we can't put ourselves, imagine that there's a group of people and I'm saying people, but I, we, I think we'd include entities and New World Order and mm -hmm. all kinds of freaks out there, man. We, we can't imagine this level of evil. You know, where somebody says, let's destroy the school system. Let's burn down the cities. Let's fire all the police department. Let's give $83 billion worth of American advanced military equipment to terrorists. Let's just give it to them. We can't think of that. And so they're always ahead. And, and so mm -hmm. even when it happens, it's like shell-shocked. You think, how, how come people aren't accountable for this missing $83 billion Black Hawk helicopters? We just give them away? But, you know, uh, Rita, that's not the first time. Because it was 10% for the big guy. Temper <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Hang on. Wow. Yeah. I'd say the big guy's getting some, man, for the laps. You know, they, they, uh, they can't... Uh, find Hunter's laptop and they, they can't seem to find the helicopters either but we know where they're at they're sitting over there in the airfield somebody's driving them around and it's not Americans but this is not the first time they did that the last time we exited the country we left 4,000 Humvees it's like we're seeding but see we can't resist them you said the good people aren't winning because we can't get to that level of evil to put it together said and say exactly. as a as a unit this is going to stop we're not moving anymore and these people are going to somebody needs to be arrested for giving away that or be or have to pay it back the 83 billion to the taxpayer because the military decided by their hierarchy to leave it there but we didn't give them permission we paid for it and i want i want that hardware back or get my money my tax money so we can't imagine that's why they are there are always ahead we can't get to that level of evil thinking and really believe there are people that really want this and they're doing it and said no it can't be it just can't be nobody's that evil yes they are they're clearly so. that evil you know which kind of takes us back to you know the book of revelation and the battle between good and evil you know, where, uh, like I said, a few years ago, I would have kind of laughed at you, but it's it's unfathomable, some of the things that are going on, and I just sit there and, and just shake my head. You know, and I'm, I mean, you know, I'm gay friendly, you know, if you want to be transgender, I don't really give a shit, you know, it's, it's not my thing, gay you know, but I'm... I'm not going to like be mean to you because of a choice that you made. You know, it doesn't impact me. I know what I am and I know what I want and I'm good with that. And if that's your choice, that's your choice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but I really do have an issue with the transgendered athletes competing in women's sports, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, oh, well, you know, well, but they're girls. It's like, well, how come you don't see transgendered women competing in men's sports? Because they wow. can't compete, because they don't have the same, you know, they're getting testosterone, how come they're not getting stronger? Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, the mm -hmm. argument just doesn't hold up to me. Yeah. 
and when they do take testosterone, they, they they get butt ugly. And so, you know, I think they should stay away from that. But and, and that goes to the point. Where 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 are the women that we know what's going to happen to the Afghanistan women and girls? They're already going around getting little girls and marrying them and gentle, mm-hmm. gentle mutilations and everything else they do back from, uh, you know, I mean, the, the Taliban's partying like it's 1499. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, but, and then, and, and, and then the girls that can't get medals because some guy said he's a girl. I mean, where's the outrage there? It's like, so even the women's rights movement is being supplanted by this evil agenda. Correct. Exactly. You think they you know, would be on the women, good side. Women have fought for years, you know, to have equal whatever. And it has just taken it like five steps back into the Stone Age with this whole thing, you know, which I think is, I just don't think it's really fair because to sit there and say there's no biological difference, testosterone or not, sorry. You know, if you're a male competitor that competed until you were 36 years old and you decide, oh, well, now I'm going to be a woman and just stop taking, you know, take testosterone inhibitors, but I'm six foot four and I'm going to compete on a women's team, you know, in a sport that I competed as a man. (laughs) It's like weird. Got, you got you got you know, but you can't like wrap your mind around it. I mean, I just am like, and you're trying to say there's no difference, huh? Right. That's you know, I mean, that's part that's, of that. That's crazy. called gaslighting. And it's like the king just, has no clothes is like the standard standard thing <laughs> now. Everybody's supposed to agree. Well, that's a that's that's a man, you know, or that's a woman. But wait a minute, man. You know. Well, and and if you disagree, you are bullied and you get death threats. You know, there's not really room or permission to have an opinion outside of the appropriate opinion. Well, you know, I, I said I said what happens to women that take testosterone and become butt ugly, but you'd also say the the men who say they're women say like the the national health director of the United States. When men say they're women, they even uglier. Okay, I mean, I I, I got this guy's picture in my mind. He's blonde-headed <laughs> guy. He's he's overweight. He's got glasses. That guy, I can't even remember his name. I don't want to know his name, but he's a health minister. So, hey, but I tell you what, though, uh, Doctor Rita Louise, we're getting near the end of broadcast. What can people find on your website? What uh, what can? Why would somebody want to contact you? Sure. So they can go to my website, which is soulhealer.com. And actually, I have just concluded a healing trauma series, you know, so people really want to learn more about trauma, and it does get a little bit into attached entities in there, just saying. Um, But, you know, but to give you some tools and tips to understand what's going on, um, because we are living in a trauma-producing world right now, and anything we can do to reduce our stress level, to get us back to being in connection with ourselves, in connection with source, in connection with, you know, reality, reality would be good, Um, then that would be a place that you could go. Soulhealer.com, there's a contact page on there if you want to contact me to schedule a uh, medical intuitive session or a spiritual counseling session or whatever. Or whatever. 
All right. Well, Dr. Rita, I appreciate you coming back on the Edge broadcast. Did you have fun tonight? I did. Okay. It was nice visiting with you. It's been a way long time. Way long time. You're right. I've been on I've been on this thing for since 2004. So that is one of the longest running shows on the internet. Can we have you back again sometime? We sure can. I would love it. All right. I appreciate you coming Unless on the show. Unless you wear that hat. <laughs> That's mandatory. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye.